All right, Ian, here's a test for you. What was the biggest news story of last week? Well, I think you're going to be pretty excited when I tell you, because it's uh, The Witcher 3 has been announced. How's that supposed to make me excited? This is 8-Bit, episode 23. Don't forget to slop your dripper on Sunday, February 10th, 2013. And now, it will kill them and piss them off. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker with guest Chris Thompson. Don't you like The Witcher 2? <laughs> I haven't played it. What? Oh, really? I thought... Or haven't you played... Have you played The Witcher 1? A few minutes of it, but I keep on Oh getting... my god, I thought you were a huge fan of the series. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> okay. I'm working on it. I keep on getting a few... Or a little while into the game that I keep get distracted by something else. Um, and, and so I don't continue with it, and then I forget where I was and how to play it, so I end up starting over again. Wow. <laughs> it just keeps on happening and happening and happening and happening. Yeah, so, yeah, because I thought... <laughs> I, I, kept, I was trying to make sure that you could get on the episode because I thought you were going to be really excited to hear that The Witcher 3 was coming out. <laughs> and, oh man, okay. I have to fall in love with The Witcher 1 and 2 first. Yeah, me too. But I have them. I want to play them. Yeah. Same thing with the Batman games. Oh my gosh. Yeah, people keep telling me to play those. Well, come on over. I have them. <laughs> well, I have them too. I just haven't played them yet. And I can say I have them three because, hey, I'm not Gabe Newell. <laughs> oh, nice. There was so, actually a video I watched a while back. I don't remember where exactly it was, but it was um, this guy got Gabe Newell to put on a horse mask. And then take a picture with him. And originally he was doing the peace sign. And then he was like, everyone in the background was chanting, three, 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 three. And so he was like, eh, eh, eh. Nice. <laughs> I've seen, I've like listened to a few podcasts with Gabe Newell and like watched a few videos. And he's actually a pretty cool guy. Like he, and he, like he's really smart. And he knows what he's talking about. Sweet. We need more people like that. Yeah. That's why he gets all my money. Hi, money. So, um, we also have a guest here today, in addition to the two of us. Hey, Chris. Hey. Or should I call you IO? Yeah, you can call me IO unit. I don't know. That, whenever I think of IO, I just think of Google IO, and then, and then I get confused. Well, we may have to come up with a better nickname for me. <laughs> I think Chris works for now, anyway. Yep. So Chris is our resident ex-college person. Oh, golly. Every single time I read your name, I'm going to start thinking everything in Christopher Walken's voice. <laughs> Who's that? Okay. Stay right there. I will oh. ring video. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Okay. What have you done? Am I am I opening the YouTube app, or am I... Yes. Uh, oh, no. Please. This is going to be good, right? It's going to be a parody on Christopher Walken and something else that is relatively well-known. Okay. So. Okay, I have it open. Beware. I'm ready. Beware. Chris, you might want to hop onto the YouTube thing before I start. Oh. Okay. There we go. No one knows where they came from. No one knows why they're here. Wow. But they only want one thing. I got a fever. The only prescription is more cowbell. Coming to TV this fall. Oh, wow. It's a harrowing tale of survival you won't want to miss. They say it's a virus. It destroys every part of your brain except for basic motor functions. And also the part that stores Christopher Walken quotes. You're a cantaloupe. Five long years, he wore this watch up his ass. Watch as the last remnants of mankind fight for their humanity. We were just... At a party. Everything was going fine. And then it happened. Two little mice fell into a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. But the second mouse... It was horrible. The strained conversation, the forced courtesy laughs. We're just lucky that none of us got bit, right, honey? I know. I mean, if we had, we'd all be wearing gold-plated diapers. Son. F***ing cat. There he is. That's his driver's license and dead man's hand. 
They're getting weirder. I feel like a little boy lost his first tooth, put it under his pillow, and waiting for the tooth fairy to come. And more obscure. It's from the rundown. Get your shit together. Tries to blackmail me. Okay, so that was bizarre. <laughs> of course, during it, Chris um, picks up what I'm assuming was his cat, and I think it was his cat. Yes. Yes? I think so. Because when I saw it, all I saw was a tail at first. I'm like, wait a second, is he holding a snake right next to his face? Why? Why? I hate snakes. Why do it have to be snakes? Exactly. So I'm still not clear. On, so so Chris Walken is, a, is an actor. Christopher and, Walken is a relatively well-known actor. And he's got a lot of weird quotes from movies. That's kind of all I got from it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Chris, since this is your first time on the show, we've got uh, some some very, very serious uh, interview questions for you. We got, we're going to grill you here. Be ready. Um, yeah. Prepare your readiness. And you have to answer truthfully, otherwise, you know, we'll know. Mm-hmm. All right? So, how did you first get into video games? Uh, Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Chris is muted. Somebody fix it. Chris, we can't hear you. <laughs> oh no! Ah, there we go. My secondary. Cat's fault. something like that. So, how I got into video games was well, one of my friends had a Nintendo SE or NES, mm. and well, we always go over there and play it. And then my parents got me a Game Boy with Mario and Donkey Kong. And then it just continually evolved from there into PC. So After- was was that like the Game Boy Color or was that the original like Game, Game Boy, Boy Pocket? Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> nice. I still have it. Wow. That was the very first console that I ever had. I, I remember I had a Game Boy Pocket and Pokemon Red version. I have Pokemon Red, Yellow... Uh-huh. So, yeah, and then I got the Nintendo 64, and then PC, and I haven't gone into. Well, I also have a Wii and a PS2, and a Nintendo DS, and a PSP. So yeah, you 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 hardly have any consoles at all. He's like me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yep. Loved gaming, and because of that, a became a computer programmer. Sweet. Which is currently what I'm doing in real life, working. Real life? Ah, who has time for that? Yep, the best best full-playing game ever. <laughs> well, no, not really. The graphics are about the only good part. The story is pretty crappy. Gameplay is awful. I mean... I always pick the wrong dialogue options. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And there's no quick save. <laughs> What's up with that? Come on. Those romance options can get a little crazy, too. <laughs> Don't say that. Thursday's coming up. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> Ian, ask uh, him the next question. All right. What is your favorite genre? Um, probably RPG. Do you, so do you prefer Western RPGs or JRPGs? Or... Um... I do not know what the three options are, but RPGs along with hack and slash, pretty much leveling up the character, endless endless grinding so you can face one boss so you can do more endless grinding. <laughs> so Japanese <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> pretty much. Yep, sounds like about it. So and the Final Fantasy games must be wonderful for you. I love Final Fantasy games. They are wonderful. And I, I think I've heard you talking to Andrew about uh, the Fallouts. Oh, yes. I, I did enjoy the Fallout series, but mostly not for the RPG part, but the fact that you could shoot somebody and the head explodes. Well, that's always a plus. <laughs> yes. If there's no exploding heads, the game isn't worth playing. Yep. You shoot them in the foot and the entire body explodes. How? <laughs> It's almost as bad, uh, as I said I was on tour this past week, I had struck up a video game conversation with a friend, and he had mentioned this game called Sniper Elite, which looks interesting, and you get, um, uh, for kill shots, you can get like a camera that shows you what organs that you hit. (laughs) If you get a kill shot on the testicles, it will show you the testicles exploding. Nice. 
Well, not nice, but nice. Uh. Alright, so along kind of the same lines, what is your favorite game of all time? That would have to be Shining Force EXA for the PS2. I have never heard of it. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I'll I'll post it in the chit-chat, because I figured this would be a question you would ask me. Oh, yep, this one is a JRPG. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I have played about 500 hours into it. Holy... On, across, no. four, across four separate games. No, that is not allowed. There's a guy by the name of Falkland, and he doesn't get to punch anything. <laughs> Or kick anything. No, that's not okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this this game does not <laughs> fly within my standards. There's no fault. There's no... Yes. There's a character, character named Falkland, and he does not punch anything. That's not okay. <laughs> that reminds right. me of a, uh, a, a video that I watched recently of uh, how to be a badass in Skyrim. And it's basically this Swedish guy telling you to go and uh, punch everybody, punch. you know, punch the sharks, punch the... Uh, wait, there's no sharks. <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a really long video of him, like, punching every enemy in the game. I haven't shown you that video before? No. Oh, a friend showed it to me. He, he, this was actually... No, this was on the same... He showed it to me on the same trip that I learned about the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, oh nice. yeah! <laughs> We're not starting that again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah! <laughs> we were both trying to start the thing, and it was just not working well at all. I think we were both trying to stop it, actually. <laughs> just uh, being doubly in charge of something is hard. And last question. What is the game that you hate the most? Oh... Probably just about everything in my trash section of Steam. <laughs> Let me go pull up that category list. Yes, give me some examples. Trash. Um, Overlord, Rip, Rage, Pink hmm? Universal. You didn't like Overlord that much? No, I did not. Hmm. Okay. I thought it was a decently silly game. But, I mean, I also... It's, it's, it started off good, but then I couldn't progress any level, probably because I wasn't playing the game right. <laughs> oh, this one, okay. Overlord! Yeah, no, you control minions, they're everywhere. It's, it's, yep. it's an interesting game. I remember picking it up during probably what was my first Steam Christmas sale for, like, four bucks. Hmm. So and are the minions... I got it during Thanksgiving sales. Yeah. Are the minions as annoying as uh, Vigar? Uh, Never played Vigar, so in no some idea. ways, yes. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna stick away from Wait, it. Chris, do you not know Vigar? Wait, do you I, know who Vigar is? I do not. Not okay. He's he's a character in League of Legends. Yeah. Okay, I have not played that game. Well, I did play that game once. And he several weird little quotes that are amusing and annoy the crap out of Ian Buck. So it's like, what's black and blue and about to show you the meaning of pain? Do you guys have, like, a little weird back echo? Uh, now that you mention it, yes. Yeah? It's not for me. Hmm. Huh. No idea. Ryan? Our ghost? Maybe? Oh, well. Anyway, what, no. We'll let no him idea. deal with it. <laughs> so. All right. That's it for the interview. Right. Yeah. Right. So let's move into our uh, our headlines. Uh, actually, first first item on here is a video, um, and it's uh, it's actually from the same guy who uh, um, um, who I did. I think that's what you wanted to do. Uh, oh shoot, Chris! No, that was my fault. <laughs> that was Ian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is a video by the same guy who did the uh, How to Be a Badass in Skyrim. And this one's from uh, Far Cry 3. For th- So... Oh, okay. It has been a week and a half. I think the goats have finally found me. Hiding in this shed. I'm preparing for the worst. Oh shit. Oh no, they're moving in for the kill. I need to stay low. I need to catch them by surprise. Here we go. Here we go. Surprise, assholes! Oh yes, trying to flee? 
can't flee from the guard himself. Oh shit, oh no, they're flanking me from the left. I have to flee, abandon mission. I have to escape from Goat Island. Oh no, my brave little goats, save me. I love you, oh no, oh shit. Here we go, flee. Oh no, they already know where I'm going. Oh shit, get out of the way. Oh shit, there we go. Oh shit, oh yes. I try to flee from me. You can't flee from your impending doom. Oh shit. Abandon the car. No shit. Oh no. Oh no, my gold. My brave little gold. Fell in the water, it's dead. This is a great price to pay. But I will be back. I will reclaim Goat Island. It is my home. It is my destiny. Oh no, no, no. They have found me. Even at sea, I'm not free. Man the turret. Yeah, so I found that uh, found that video earlier this week. I thought it was pretty amusing. I found that little gem. Yes. Uh, also, I if you want, I have um, the the how to be a badass in Skyrim pulled up. Not on the playlist on here, but up on I have the link copied and pasted. If we want to, let's let's save that for another day. Okay. Sounds good. All right, do you want me to say the next bit? Yeah, go for it. All right, Double Fine will be releasing their recent game, The Cave, and their upcoming game, Double Fine Adventure, the one they kickstarted on Ouya. So, uh, actually, Caleb and Elliot got The Cave, and we're going to have them on as guests in a few weeks to review it. So stick around for that. Wonderful. Chris, you want the next one? Oh, he's muted again. <laughs> no! Gosh. Yeah, sorry, sorry about the mute. I was having issues with my YouTube app because I've disabled a lot of scripts all over the place. Oh, yeah. So it took me a while to actually figure out how to get it up and running. But regarding the oh, yeah, they are planning on coming, moving it to a yearly release instead of a every five-year release like all the other consoles. And it's still planning on being backward compatible. So... Definitely something I'm going to have to pick up. Oh yeah, Sweet. I mean, oh yeah. And if you if you think about it, that's really the only um, release schedule that really makes sense for them because they're also competing not only with the regular consoles, but they're competing with you know phones and tablets, which are going to be continually getting better. Correct. So they, they have to get better. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I could actually see them moving to a six month release schedule. Of course, I can see people kind of getting tired of that after a while. Yeah. Well, how much does it will you sell for? A hundred bucks. Oh, so it's not that bad, but still, spending a hundred dollars each year to get the new, the latest and the greatest doesn't yeah. seem very. If I end up picking up that console, I'll probably do like an every other year buy the new one. Yeah. 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 So. Skyrim's uh, HD texture pack has been updated to bring all of their beautiful visuals to the three DLCs that have been uh, released since launch. Mm, nice. It looks so pretty. I just wish, well, after the summer I'll grab a new um, graphics card and install it in the sky. And mm. do a cross- it's, it's Crossfire for... For AMD, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So... I'll do a crossfire in this guy, and maybe then I can run it at full potential. (sighs) It's beautiful. All right. Valve just released a Steam Workshop for Counter-Strike Global Offensive Maps. There are bound to be more than a few gems in there. So that could maybe mean more stuff like that zombie survival game that Josh used to always play. um, Wait, what? I'm thinking about, like, Steam Workshop stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Well, no, I suppose that's just the source thing as opposed to just straight up Steam Workshop. What on earth are you talking about? Don't worry about it. I'm just confusing <laughs> myself. <laughs> Chris? Yep. I'm sorry. I was just looking at all the Skyrim beautiful stuff. Oh, yeah. You can get <laughs> lost in that. Yeah, I need to go back and finish playing my character. Actually, you know, um, have you ever, have you ever heard of the website Dead End Thrills? I have not. So this guy, he basically, he runs like the most ridiculous hardware possible and plays 
you know, games with the max settings, as many mods as he can find that will, you know, make it look better, yada, 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 and take screenshots of it. And uh, I saw one um, from Skyrim that he took, and I, I literally could not tell that it wasn't a photograph of, of a forest. Huh. Like, I, I just, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I think... Uh, give me a sec. I believe that you are talking about this one. I'll throw it up in the chat. Um. Oh. Well, ah. the 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 actual um screenshot wasn't one of those. The oh. actual the actual screenshot was a different one. Well, that that's but mighty I, impressive. But I yeah. think but I think he does use those mods to uh you know to get what he wants. Yeah, you, you you know you know I think these triple A's instead of doing all these graphic things, just release something basic and let mod people put put the time and effort into making those graphics. It would be a lot more cost efficient, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. Huh. Uh, actually, that could be really interesting. A game that's complete. Well, I suppose Gary's mod and stuff like that, completely designed around all mods and nothing but mods. <laughs> I, I found I found the link that I was looking for. So if she need bow and arrows, she need to install the bow and arrow mod. Oh wow! <laughs> this is for wow. That's from Skyrim. Well, my life <laughs> is over. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I might have to quit the podcast and go and. Play this! <laughs> Holy crap! That's now, crazy. I'm just hoping that Crisis oh, 3 at looks at least he, that good. Oh, mother of God, yes. The wish. <laughs> Say that again, Chris? You kind of broke up there. I couldn't understand well, at least you. He, oh, it's fine. I was in the middle of still gasping. At least he includes a list ah, of everything okay. he's he has added in, so... <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. So, anyways, back to Witcher 3, which you mentioned at the intro. Yep. It's going to be the end of Geralt's story. I don't think I'm pronouncing his name right, but it's not the end of the franchise. So that will be interesting. Kind of another game like Mass Effect 3. Yep. Well, Mass Effect in general. So, I have you guys played Witcher? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> A little bit. I have tried playing the first game. I have spent maybe about 30 hours, and then I didn't even make it past, like, the first three maps. Wow. Because there was so much stuff to do. <clears throat> so I've pretty much given up on that game. <laughs> Classified it as too long. <laughs> Well, you don't, Ian. You don't have a trivial amount of time in that game either. You you've spent like six hours in The Witcher. Yeah, redoing the same thing like three times. <laughs> yep, sounds three about or four right. times. Restarting it each time to make sure that I have the right setting for <laughs> keyboard, mouse, and setup. And whatnot. Mm. <laughs> so Obsidian uh, has come up with a pitch for a Star Wars RPG that they are setting between the episodes th- uh, three and four. But they haven't pitched this to Disney yet, so th- we'll see if they actually get to make it. But appa- apparently, they think that it's a really, really cool idea, and uh, that they really, really want to make it. Mm. Let's just hope that it doesn't turn into another, you know, Knights of the Old Republic two fiasco. Interesting. Hopefully. You know, it's going to be really interesting seeing all these games Star Wars and having that Disney opening now. Yeah. Imagine all the crossovers. You can have Disney characters with Star Wars <laughs> characters with Marvel characters and everything will be... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts? Exactly. Ooh. Spider-Man in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, that'll be interesting. You get the Incredible Hulk as a boss. Oh, mother of God. Why? Why? At the first level, boss. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Uh. Alright, so I suppose that's it for me. So, Origin for Mac has officially launched. I think we mentioned it a few weeks ago when it went into open beta or something. 
And now it's actually launch launched. Hmm. Nice, and thanks for reminding me about Origin. It's useful if you want to actually, you know, buy new EA games. Well, I I, I did reinstall of my PC some time ago, so I lost all my um, places like Steam, Origin, Scott, mm. Stardock. So, but I've I've got I've, I I have yet to buy a single game from Origin, and I have gotten a few games for free. So. And you know, you know, it's funny um, mentioning reinstalling, you know, your your operating system. Um, so I have a separate hard drive for my games and for my operating system, right? And when I reinstalled the operating system most recently, like most of the Steam games all work fine. They, you know, they just run. But some of them, like uh, Assassin's Creed Three, didn't because it depends on. Um, Assassin's Creed 3 depended on, you know, Uplay, which is like an entirely separate program that was installed on Drive CD. Hmm. So that was gone. So I had to uninstall that game and then reinstall it, and then it worked. I might have to try that idea, keeping it on a separate drive. All right. Leave that as you next, Chris. Yep, so Crytek is planning on transitioning from make into making AAA game that are free to play. It might take a few years, but we'll see we'll see what that actually does. Yeah, that'll that'll be really interesting if you can, you know, get, you know like, you know, the next uh Call of Duty franchise just for free and then play it. How how would they how would they make money? Probably I the same way a lot of advertising does. Like, How I, do they I, make I money? That, uh, Planet Side 2, they, they sell you um, items and, you know, decals and stuff like that. Um, so, and they, and they try to make sure that it's not pay to win. Um, so they don't give you, like, significant, significant advantages by paying money. But uh, it's enough of an incentive that some people support them by paying, by you know, with the microtransactions. Hmm. I mean, some of them get are ludicrous amounts of um, <clears throat> profit. I mean, think about League of Legends for you. Oh, yeah. Those riot points, your brothers. <laughs> but uh, the funny thing about mentioning League of Legends is that at this point, it really is kind of an exception to the rule. Like, there are tons and tons of games that released free-to-play and have been shut down, you know, within, like, a year of, of their launch because nobody wanted to play them. I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, Bethesda has finally released the toolkit, um, a.k.a. Mod Tools for Rage, and uh, it's 35 gigabytes of stuff, and it, it includes all of the game's assets ready to be picked apart and reassembled however the heck you want to. So, uh... Maybe in a few years, it, the game won't feel like such a ripoff. Uh, hopefully. That would be nice. It wasn't a very And maybe game. I could take it off my worst game list. Wait, Rage. Was that the one that I was thinking of? So, 35 gigs? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, if I think you think about it... than the actual game. Yeah. I, well... Because it would be all of the files for the game, and then it would also be the software for, you know, dicking around with those files and actually making things with them. Hmm. Interesting. So, who knows? Maybe I'll have to pick it up and dig around with it just for a little poops and giggles and then say, hey, check out this stuff that I made. Huh. Kind of Alright. Yeah, do they have a workshop for that then? If they're if they're releasing all of the uh you know, the toolkit, are they releasing are they do they have a way for you to easily just post the stuff that you made for others to look at? I think it might be integrated in with all, all of the other stuff like Skyrim and Oblivion. I think it might go something along like with that. Yeah, I don't that. think that uh GitHub would work for this. Let's see. Forums, game groups, community groups. I'm not seeing anything about... So while, while Ian's looking that up, um, I'm going to read the next one. So 
there are a lot of benchmark programs out there, uh, but most of them aren't quite as entertaining as this one. This video pits two cats, long cat, they're similar to long cat and technol against each other to uh, some mean dubstep music. So go ahead and watch that. It's pretty funny. I actually, I actually discovered this video um, um, in a in a longer video that PC Gamer came out with that like had a bunch of uh, um, like 3D benchmark videos from the last 13 years in chronological order, and it's really cool to see how you know they slowly improve over time. Steam is being buggy, to say the least. Yeah, I- it's not letting me look up different workshop. <laughs> oh well, that's okay. Oh, uh, there's only 24 things in the Steam Workshop anyway. So I guess it's not that bad. <laughs> and no, it is not in there at all for the time being. Though so there looks to be a Gary's Mod version of Gabe Newell. <laughs> yep. In T in TF2 version. Nice. Gabe Newell. Oh, we end, we end up talking about Gabe Newell a lot, don't we? That's close. I mean, it's not a, it's not a bad thing, but no, it's not as if you know he's sort of a vital part of our gaming craves and everything either. Mm-hmm. So that's it for uh, the headlines for the week. Um, there wasn't really anything that was super super important going on this week. Um, mm. Let's see. Oh, uh, Dead Space Three. Uh, Launched last Tuesday. Oh, that's right. I mean, neither of us got to the point where we could play that. No, of course not. <laughs> and from, <laughs> yeah, from all the free time in the world. From what I've been hearing, uh, it's not as bad as it could have been. Um, you know, they actually do have decent uh, um, graphics options for the PC version. Um, the you know, a lot of people were worried that it was going to be way more you know action oriented and not as scary as the other ones. And while this is true, um, I, the, I'll, the, a lot of the people who reviewed it didn't really mind that at all. Hmm. So we'll just have to, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. Well, did, it, did that come out on Origin then? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not on Steam. Uh, Freaking EA. Uh, I don't have Origin installed on Scooja. But I'm going to have to if we want to do any Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, we do need to do. Uh-huh. We will. <laughs> we will, we will. So, since uh, that's it for everything else on here, uh, let's move on to the reviews. So I finished with Crisis. And uh, Crisis is, of course, you know, a five-year-old game, so uh, you know, it might seem silly for me to be reviewing it, but there you go. Um, I was, uh, you know, when I first fired it up, I I was you know I I was expecting it to just like blow my mind away you know with the graphics and everything because that's what Crisis is you know it's just you right. know awesome graphics and my first thought was fun gameplay yeah. too well yeah well I actually I wasn't expecting much in terms of gameplay initially but uh, you know my my first thought was eh, this isn't so bad like it, it's all right and then I remembered that it was five years old and I was like holy crap uh-huh. and <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like I said, I wasn't really expecting much from the gameplay. I wasn't really expecting much from the story. Um, but the gameplay actually su- pleasantly surprised me. The, the controls were really, really tight. Um, even, even you know, when I jumped into vehicles, it was nice and intuitive, easy to easy to operate. Um, I still ran into trees, but you know, that's just me. Um, like even even when they throw <laughs> you, <laughs> even when they uh, make you like fly around those those helicopter things and and uh, they throw you into this zero gravity environment like moving around is really really intuitive and it wasn't hard and I was really surprised um, so the controls are really good um, the one thing that kind of takes away from gameplay I think is the enemy AI because they are so dumb yeah <laughs> like I, I I would regularly just like sneak into an enemy base hide in, in, you know, some building, and then just start shooting people from the doorway, 
And their friends are all like, oh my gosh, there's an enemy in the area. Where is he? And so then they start wandering around trying to find me until they, you know, walk in front of the doorway and I shoot them. And they're dead. <laughs> and then more people do that. And, they like, they don't realize, oh, he must be inside there. Let's, like, get ready and try to shoot him through the doorway. No, they just kind of wander into my line of sight and, and die. <laughs> now, I remember um, one of my favorite things that I was doing for a little while is... Um, Right before the spot that we had talked about where you were going in... Um, into that town? Into that town. With the minefields? Yep. Yeah. There was a spot that I found that was an amazing sniping spot. <laughs> so I just kind of sat up there and picked off as many as I could. Um, and with my reg- with my sniper rifle until that ran out, and so I grabbed my regular rifle, which had a really good scope on it. Mm-hmm. And I know that if you got a headshot, then it was one who would kill. <laughs> so I'm like, okay... This is going to be a good practice. Yeah, I got this. And I started shooting, and I would hit people, sometimes not always in the head, and so they would run around, and then they would go right back to where they were, sitting on the machine gun, <laughs> standing still. I'm like, okay, um, okay. Actually, sometimes I wouldn't even move at all if they got shot. And it's, it's kind of unfortunate the, that the AI was so dumb, because like there were, there were definitely other games like... Um, Half-Life 2 Episode 2 coming out in the same year, you know, that had, that were really pushing the boundaries of what, you know, the AIs could do in a game. Yep. So just squish them, both of those games together and, and, and Oh, yes. That would be great. Imagine if the Half-Life which, games had Crisis graphics. <laughs> Imagine which, if there was a three. settings? Oh, I, I, I which had Which settings my, did you run it? Uh, on Ultra. Everything as high as I possibly could. I mean, I'm I'm nice. running I'm running a GTX 670 and an i5 3750, so I have absolutely nothing to worry about. I don't know if my I... processor can handle it. I'm sure it can, Ian. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no. oh! You are being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I was still thinking about your old processor. <laughs> Actually, the old processor handled it just fine too. Yeah. Um, the new one, though, I don't think you can do it. One thing about gameplay that you might not think about, but actually made a huge difference, was the nano suit. Because, oh. I mean, you know, you have all of those options of either using extra strength, extra speed, extra armor, or uh, cloak. And, oh my gosh, it just opens up so many different options for you. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite, the, the tactic that I came up with that was like my favorite was, alright, dual pistols, silencers, laser scopes, cloak. And I would just run into their base, like, find somebody, shoot him in the head, cloak again, find somebody else, shoot him in the head, and, like, try to, you know, see how far I could get without being seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just ninja. There was one time when I had, like, ten guys, 10, 15 guys chasing after me in this little area. And what I would do is I would just, I would cloak, run and hide behind a building. They would all file in into the place where I had last been. I'd pop up, shoot one, crouch down, run away, cloak again, pop up, shoot one, crouch down, run away, cloak again. And I did this until basically I cleared out an entire town just with that little bit. I'm like, holy crap, this is OPT. Yeah. I am Twitch. And uh, so, so, like, there are parts like that where, where the game is just really, really easy, you know, really exploitable. And then there are other times when, like, I was trying to take out a bunch of uh, um, AA guns, and, like, there were a bunch of enemy helicopters that were chasing me around, and I could not find any rocket launchers through the, throughout the entire map. Like, I, I found, like, one rocket launcher. And so I'm just running around, like, trying to avoid their, their you know, missiles and their machine guns and stuff. And be like, stop shooting at me. And I died so many times during that level. But it reminds I, me of that tanks level. Or the, that town level when you had to kill those two tanks. Yeah. So I, could, I could find, I think, one rocket launcher. And then I had to use grenades the rest of the way. I think there were, I think there were a bunch of uh, rocket launchers up on the roof of the main building. Yeah. That, that's where I that's where I found my rocket launchers, I think. But yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure they were there somewhere for me to find. But I was just so frustrated, and eventually, you know, it just became like I finally 
completed the objectives that I was trying to get, and then the helicopters just kind of magically went away <laughs> because I completed the objectives. Uh-huh. Um, I think. Do you believe in magic <laughs> in a young girl's heart? So, uh, as we were talking about, I think, in The Fringe, um, the story, this, there's not really much to the story. I mean, I can sum it up in a, in a few words. North Koreans and aliens on a tropical island. And that's pretty much all that you need to know. Like, there are no plot twists. There are no betrayals, you know, or double agents or anything. It's really obvious who your enemies are and who your allies are. You know, like, it's, oh, man, like... They're, they're digging up this stuff, and there's strange energy readings. What's going to happen? Well, I think we Spoiler know alert. what's going to happen. Um, yeah, and even even though it was all predictable and, and you know, the, the story didn't really capture my imagination, um, I actually kind of liked the ending. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what happens at the ending, but it was just kind of like this nice, like, hell yeah moment at the end of this 10-hour-long campaign. Uh, how, how many games are on Tropical Island? Um, Lots. I'm going to go with just one. Just Crisis. It's the only one. Dead Island doesn't count at all? Nope. Nope. And uh, just Far Cry? Cry? Nope. Far Cry? No. Nope. Never heard of Tropical <laughs> Island. <laughs> Deserted or no uncharted? Did we bring up? Did we bring up Tropico? I don't think so. Because <laughs> that's an obvious one. And what about all those oh those jet skiing games and whatnot that you could find on consoles from ooh, 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 ooh. I know, I know. Wii Sports Resort. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> tropical oh, yeah. ever. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, last uh. Last episode, I think me and me and Sam ended up talking about uh, Legend of Zelda, right? And I brought up how uh, Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess is a really good uh, chicken carrying simulator, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, the Crisis is a much much better chicken carrying simulator than Twilight Princess by far. I mean, there's none of this like, oh, I'm holding it above my head and I jump and then I can float because I have a chicken. No, that's BS. Nah, in, in Crisis, you know, you just pick up the chicken, you got it in your hands, and then if you chuck it with your, you know, maximum strength, you kill it. And if you throw a chicken, if you throw a chicken at another chicken and you hit it, you kill them. They're both dead. Chickens in Twilight Princess can't die. That's BS. Nope, they can't. In fact, if you... Hit one for too long, then the giant swarm of them comes and starts attacking you, and it will kill you. I have found this experience. Nice. I think everybody finds it out. <laughs> but but I have always loved Fable's take on chicken. What do they do? Is that on a tropical island? They, ha- they I do not know. But but no. they have competitions to see how far you can kick the chicken. <laughs> I don't remember that part, but I'll take a word for it. Oh, you remember? You remember that penguin game? That penguin game where you had the penguins that kind of that were like dropping down, and then you were the polar bear, and you had like a, an ice bat, and you were trying to hit the penguins as far as you possibly could. Kind of, it's like kitten cannon, but with penguins. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was a great game. I gotta go find that. It's probably an addicting <laughs> game somewhere. Probably. Well, when you do, let me know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what else can I say about Crisis? The visuals were amazing. Um, even even the um, the 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 cutscenes, the cutscenes were all you know rendered in engine. So like, the, it it never takes you out of the you know this this unified kind of um, visual style. Um, I mean, in when I was playing, uh, I've been playing Mass Effect Two for uh, like a third or fourth uh, playthrough, and I've and I've been noticing a lot that uh, the cutscenes, they're all not at nineteen twenty by ten eighty, which is really annoying because it makes them slightly fuzzy and it makes them look terrible hmm. <laughs> as compared to the actual game. Hmm. Plus, I'm playing Mass Effect Two in three D, so whenever I get a cutscene, it's not in three D, and it's really annoying. <laughs> Oh, first world problems there. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Um, Crisis 1 does not 
it it works in 3D, but that you have to like turn down some of the settings, like the motion blur, and uh, I think some of the anti-aliasing you have to turn down. And I was just like, screw that! I want Crisis at the full settings. So I just played it in 2D. Good man. I still have to try out 3D gaming on your on Miss Sasha sometime. Well, you'll have to come up and visit. Okay. See the wonders of Morris. Oh, the horror act from <laughs> Visit My Best Friend. Partner. Partner in crime, remember? Yes, that's true. Partner in crime. You are my partner in crime. No matter what Alicia you know may if say. I re- <laughs> huh. What was it? Is he gone? Am I gone? No, oh, you're here. I'm here. What's going on? What just you muted? Okay, weird. For a moment, I thought I had lost the internet again. <laughs> I'm just downloading a game, so the connection's a yes, little bit slow. Especially since you're all, way, all the way over in uh, not Kentucky. I say, well, you're all the way say over there in uh, totally not Kentucky, right? Totally. Yep. Totally not Kentucky. Just like I'm not in Canada. Well, I am not in Kentucky. I can tell you that much for sure. <sighs> All right. Any... So, uh, Ian, have you been playing any interesting games lately? I haven't been around to be playing any games. Yeah, Steam says that you haven't been playing anything at all. Yeah, I've been... I've been... Um, well, I've been gone for the past nine days on a tour with the band, or with my college's band, so I haven't had any chance there. And then um, Alicia actually started playing League of Legends, so I've been playing a lot of beginner bot games to help teach her with that. And It's something that we can actually do together without necessarily having to be in the same room. So, speaking of League, you know what I, you know what I did the other day? <laughs> so I was setting up uh, the NVIDIA um, experience program, you know, that, that optimizes the graphics on all of your games. Um, and in order to optimize League of Legends, which for me means, you know, make it everything, uh, the full settings, um, I had to open up the game and actually start a game, right? So I start a, uh, a bot game, and, uh, and, and then I just abandoned them. I just leave them because <laughs> I didn't actually I didn't actually want to play. I just needed to get into the game so that I could change the settings and then leave. You're a dick. I know. <laughs> You're a big dick. And I don't care if League of Legends bans me for a few days. You know, it's whatever. It's not as if you're ever on anyway. Exactly. Wait, you mean they banned you for abandoning game? Yeah, because they don't want people to just go like, oh, man, I'm losing this game or whatever, and then, you know, just leave and start a new game. Yeah. Because that's a dick move. Yeah. Huh. You know, uh, we should... I should get you to play. StarCraft should implement that. We should? StarCraft, he was saying. Oh. Uh, maybe. Pleasure. Never. Um... But no, we should play... I know you don't necessarily want to play, but I still want to snag you for some Commander games maybe sometime. Oh, fine. <laughs> when we have time. If. Exactly. If is good. So, Chris, have you been playing any interesting games lately? Oh, I have. I'm, I most of the time play three or four games simultaneously. Right now I'm playing one Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> huh? That's, that's why, uh, you know... You ha- you can have multiple monitors, right? So you can play uh, multiple games at the same time. One with his yeah. left eye, one with his right eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now I'm playing Assassin's Creed 3. Mm. I'm playing Elemental Fallen Enchantress. I'm playing Minecraft. And on my PSP, I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Okay. Huh. Yeah. And, and I'm also downloading Spore and Dragon Age 2 to play. I hear that uh, Dragon Age 2 is a bit of a disappointment compared to Dragon Age 1. It most definitely is. I, <laughs> I absolutely adore Dragon Age Origins with a fiery passion. And, fiery. <laughs> like uh, a dragon. Um, well, Dragon Age. the problem I found with the Dragon Age is that if you're a mage, you just pause the game, select the spell, select an enemy, unpause it, wait for the attack to go through, Pause it again and repeat. Yeah. 
Well, a lot of it is um, the pausing is that you can have complete and total control over everything. So a lot of battle is stop and go in those games for you to fully strategize yeah. properly. I, I just found it too... Like, 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 you can pause it and think for like five minutes what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose that does slow down the That's, action a little bit. Yep. So, and then the fact that you can completely control your allies. So it's pretty that. much just like another RPG game. Well, it is another RPG game. It's not just like another RPG yeah. game. It is another RPG game. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I should have clarified that point. It's like 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 the Japanese RPG games, like Final Fantasy, and where you actually control each character every move that they do. Yeah, yeah, they occasionally have stuff that they do on their own, but I don't know. I just yeah. don't really like that that much. And and in, in Mass Effect, I never really pause the game to use my allies' powers. I let them do what they want. Same here. That's what I did in Mass Effect 1, and then in Mass Effect 2 I realized that, oh, being strategical about this is probably a really good idea, and so I actually started putting an effort into, like, alright, you do the shield anti-thing on the shield guy, and you do the anti-armor thing on the armor guy, and I will shoot them all. <laughs> shoot. Yeah. Well, that's... I just kept head, sh- head shooting everybody with my sniper rifle, so. Same. Oh, yeah. Made the game really easy. Mm-hmm. Especially, I... um, especially if you're like a soldier, you know, and you can slow down time, or if you're an infiltrator and it slows down time when you, uh, whenever you zoom in with the sniper rifle. Yeah. That, 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 that's what I always did. Slow yep. down time, headshot. I mean, whenever I play Skyrim, I have it slow down whenever I zoom in with my bow. Mm. But that's also <laughs> really useful in when there's a huge melee going on. Because then oh, I can cause slow you don't want to hit your allies. Yeah, because I will kill them and piss them off. <laughs> Which one comes first? Killing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't play with allies in Skyrim. They always keep messing up my sneak attacks. I mean, I don't usually either. I, I usually like to go by myself, too. Um, but, like... Like a badass. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, whenever you have to do, like, the Empire or the Stormcloaks, where it's a huge battle. I'm like, all right, y'all, stay home. I got this shit. Stay over there. I'll go sneak in and kill everybody. And they're like, no, we're going to run in. Well, they're an army. What do you expect <laughs> them to do? I mean, that's their job. It's to fight Let the other army. Let me take everybody out. That's what I do. From the they, shadow. They don't know that. Well, then they should listen. <laughs> Maybe you should stop being so OP. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's not a lot. That's not possible. It's how I make my multi-million in Skyrim. Go kill everybody and take their stuff. Which which brings me to the other question. How does the population keep up with my killing surprise? <laughs> Low gestation periods? Cats for people? <laughs> Lizards for people? <laughs> hmm. Cause when was the last time you seen somebody pregnant in Skyrim? I know maybe they have a bunch of posters up in the rest of um, material or whatever the name of the empire is. Wanted people for Skyrim, batshit insane. Per- or no, free land, lots and lots and lots of room, free space, only mild health complications. <laughs> How's that for a selling point? Only mild health complications. Sounds good to me. Sign me up. I mean, free land, lots of cheese, <laughs> crazy winners. Cheese Don't for panic. everyone! Mm-hmm. Cheese, grommet. <laughs> so let's see, what's coming up in the next week? Um, ooh, Aliens Colonial Marines is uh, launching on Tuesday. Mm. Could be interesting. Yeah, I know that uh, Sam Roth has been really excited about that game. I'm. I don't think I'm going to get it at launch. Ramps off. I don't really. I don't really know anybody who's getting it, but 
You know Ram's toss. Well, but he's getting it on the Wii U. He's letting it, he, but he's letting it go. Rindersella at the Banshee well, she, Fall. She slopped her dripper. Never forget to slop your dripper. After you've fallen, or balling in love, or lolling and fuv. Lolled and fuv. Lolled and fuv with the pransom hints. There we go. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If anyone's been to the Ren Fest, <laughs> if, well, if they've been going since they were little. Is that where um, that started? There was, at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, there was this storyteller by the name of Zilch, who was particularly well-known. Why are you shining a laser at your camera? That doesn't help things. I think um, that's just going to destroy your camera, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but so there was this storyteller by the name of Zilch at the Renfest who used to always tell stories in spoonerisms. Um, that's what that's called, spoonerism? Spoonerism, yep, spoonerisms. Oh, stop it. <laughs> So, so Cinderella. Was, I mean, Rindersella was one of his. Rindersella was one of his. Yes. Among nice. other things, so it's oh. a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing that we're you know allowed to appropriate that for our own uses. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, there was those guys. There was oh shoot, who was the other famous pair? Uh, um, oh, at the Renfest, I have no idea. At the Renfest, but it was a set of English teachers that were comedians. Mm-hmm. Nah. I'll look for that later, but yeah, lots of fun stuff at the, Min- at the Minnesota Random Fest. Huzzah! So I think that's all that I have to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, I got a friend request on Steam. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just thinking, hey, I know that Chris is on Steam, but I don't really know what, where he, you know, who he is or anything. I don't, I don't know if he's got that link on the Nexus website. You know, that'd be useful. We should put that up. And so I went and found you. Ooh, screenshots from Crisis Two Maximum Edition. Oh my! Oh, you're looking at my my screenshots. Yeah, I just went on to Community Friends, and this was yep came up. And oh my, those is pretty. Sweet, no. I have three friends. Yay! Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Here, Here what's her name? We'll add a fourth one. C- CT Nightmare 2. He's in my uh, friends Yeah, I don't have... I, I don't have oh, a lot of game of friends, though. So. Ooh, here comes number four. <laughs> wow, I have doubled... <laughs> <laughs> this is a good day for you, eh? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my, that dragon, that double dragon thing that you posted a <sighs> screenshot of. That has happened before. That sucks. Double dragon? What? Oh. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Crisis 2 uh, screenshots still. No. <laughs> I was like, um, I don't think that happened to me. <laughs> Pretty sure I would have uh, remembered that. You mad, bro? Although, you know, I'm sure that I would be able to take down a dragon in Crisis 2. Nah. Just saying. Maximum strength. Nope. Only if you do use chickens. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Is is, uh, Skyrim Crisis the uh, best dragon-carrying simulation ever? Dragon Crisis? (laughs) Sure. <laughs> uh well I don't know, you definitely carry around lots of hide and bones, so I'd assume so. <laughs> so thanks for listening everybody. Uh this is Ian Buck. You can find me at uh on my blog at ianrbuck.blogspot.com. That's where I post all of my reviews and thoughts and stuff and whatnot. And uh, you can also find me on Google+, which is where I you know, post a lot of links to funny stuff that I find on the internet. I thought we stopped doing the you can find me at this spot. I don't know. It's, it's fun to do. Okay. And I am Ian Decker. You can find me on Google+, as well as on Steam, as DS underscore Bigfoot. Ian Buck is uh, Wolf Revo. 
in case you forgot to mention that one. And on Guild Wars is Bigfoot.5140. And that one's you. Yes, this one's me. Not me. No, he's not Bigfoot. He has no big feet. He is tall and lanky, not Bigfoot. He is rubber man. Well, this... <laughs> well, this is Christopher Thompson. You can find me at ctnightmare.com, and that has all my other information to other links. So, I've been enjoying being a guest, and thank you again. Glad. Thanks for being here. Yeah, glad to have you. Welcome.